Blog Talk Radio. You're listening to the college to pro.com NFL Draft Lab. And as always, we appreciate you stopping by and joining us as we bring you the next collection of tomorrow's 2020 NFL Draft Stars. We bring them to you today here on the C2P platform, Apple Music, iTunes, Blog Talk Radio, all opportunities to download and listen to the show of our featured guests that we bring you each and every day. But we have a standout from Morehouse College, the Maroon Tigers standout defensive back, Edward Nelson. He was also down at the Gridiron Showcase back in January. He got to perform in front of all those scouts and impress them. But with that said, Edward, good morning to you. How's the morning treating you? Uh, it's good. I've been up since about 6, so I've been up for a while. <laughs> good morning to you, too. Thank you. Um, is that 6 o'clock habit? Are you used to kind of spring ball? Are you still in that football mode? Do you Put it this way. Have you woken up lately thinking that you're missing or late for practice? Yeah, so the thing about Morehouse is our practice starts at 5. So normally around six we powering down. So in spring ball I'll be up oh. around four, and like you know, uh, stuff like that it's kind of hard for your body to tap out of. So I wake <laughs> up at four, go back to sleep, wake up at six, have to work out something like that. So normally I wake up at six and just go to the track or something like that. Nice, nice. Now, so for you, I mean, uh, kind of take us back through when this all began. I mean, uh, Pop Warner, Pee Wee. I mean. Were you the better athlete, and what positions were you playing? Uh, so in Pop Warner, I pretty much played uh, running. I was a running back, a fullback, a linebacker, and I just started playing safety when I got to high school. I had a crazy growth spurt uh, this summer going into ninth grade, so I had to learn how to play DB. Uh, <laughs> all the way, all the way throughout Pop Warner, not to sound cocky or anything, but I was always, I was always like the go-to guy. I always scored all the touchdowns and made all the tackles. So, like, I even – I ran into one of my Pop Warner coaches, and we was talking, like, last week. And he was like, uh, yeah, I would go on record to say, like, you top 50 weight league players ever. And, like, that <laughs> that, was, that was crazy for me because just, like, especially if you hear my dad talk, like, anybody watching me when I was seven years old would tell me, like, you're going to the league. So, like, just blessed. <laughs> Yeah, so you were definitely uh, – now let me ask you this. So, obviously, you were prolific at the Pop Warner age. Anybody ever want to check the birth certificate? They're like, there's no way this kid's legal age. The crazy thing is, like, I wish my dad was up. My dad had, used to have to walk around with my birth certificate and Social Security card at every game because, like, even when, <laughs> when I when I was younger, my dad, uh, he's a military guy, and, like, my exit ticket and going to bed. I had to do 100 push-ups and sit-ups and um, diamond-style push-ups. So, like, I always had big traps, big arms. And, like, other coaches would be like, whoa, there's no way this kid is seven. Like, there's no way he's eight. So, my dad, he was at all my games with a birth certificate. Like, and my dad, he's one of those parents. He's always going to be the loudest person on the sideline. So, you got this annoying man 
this good son, and he's just like, and he, he, he got my papers in his pocket. <laughs> oh, that's excellent. Excellent stuff. Once again, Edward Nelson here on the C2Ps. We find out what this young man brings to the table, and I think we already established that athletically he's as gifted as any, and then we're going to kind of start building on how he became the safety defensive back that we're talking to today. So you say you get the growth sport, uh, growth spurt, you're in high school, you're starting to play safety. Um, did you miss having the ball in your hands after all those years? Um, I just stopped playing I just stopped playing offense when I got to college. I was I was my okay. team. I started both ways. I was starting tailback for Chester High for four years. Um, yeah, I, I, pre, I played pretty much both ways. Sometimes in college I miss having the ball in my hands because like, I would watch our running backs and like in game and I would just be like, ah. Because my coach is he. <laughs> I'm such a defensive guy that my coach just don't even believe that I ever play offense. I would watch sometimes, like, ah, I could have hit that hole harder or something like that. But, I mean, I just had to – it came to a point that I had to pick one. And I always tell people, like my coach from Pop Warner, when I talked to him last week, he couldn't believe that I didn't play running back anymore because, like, that's what I was more stand out at. But I told him it got to a point where I would rather hit people than be hit. Like, it's you got to <laughs> you gotta be a play defense. So, I feel like. I, whatever that chromosome is, I got it because I would rather hit somebody than be hit. That's like, you know, and going over your numbers, I mean, it seems like, I mean, you're seeing very, very prolific and productive in terms of getting behind the line of scrimmage. I mean, looking through your numbers, I mean, six and a half tackles for loss for safety defensive back, that's a hell of a lot. Three and a half sacks. I mean, that, those are big-time numbers. I mean, you know, defensive linemen, uh, you know, outside linebackers would crave those type of numbers. Talk a little bit about what the Maroon Tigers and how they use you in terms of that defense and how you were so prolific in terms of that behind-the-line-of-scrimmage production. Um, so, Coach Copeland, uh, if you look him up, George Copeland, our defensive coordinator, we always have, like, one of the top three defenses in Division Two, And um, we got a quote on our defense, if it's to be, it's up to me. So we like we're real go get it type of defense. I rush off the edge a lot, but I also cover a lot. So like they either use me, I would either play on the hash or they have me in that nickel position, and it just depends. And a lot of times, just come from film watching, I know where the ball going. So like they they teach us not to be robots. So even if I know I have a cover three, I know if I have a cover three drop, but I know a play you running, I'm gonna come get you. Just because if it's to be, it's up to me. I feel like whatever play that comes my way is my play to be made. So that's just my whole mindset. And just the whole, I feel like if I was ever a coach, I feel like the whole getting tackles behind the line of scrimmage, it's a mindset. Like every time I line up in front of somebody, if it's an offensive tackle trying to block me, I feel disrespected. It's like I'm not about to let the 300-pound <laughs> man. <laughs> I'm not about to let somebody that's 300 pounds block me. So it's like if I'm rushing off the edge, you can go ahead and tally that play. Ed Nelson made that play. So it's like that's just how I think. I love it. And, and for you, I mean, this is your show. I mean, if you're in the film room with these NFL scouts, um, what do you think they're going to love about you? As you guys break down tape together, I mean, what do you think those hallmark home run abilities to the DB safety position that they're going to fall in love with? I think even if you just take a quick glance at my highlights, I think what anybody would love about me is if you see how my highlights open up, the clips of me getting my team riled up. So every time I'm one of those guys that every time I make a play, I build off of that play because I get both offense and defense piped up. Like if I make a tackle, 
whoever's in the stands is going to hear about it. Like, if I make a tackle, I'm going to run to the opposing team's sideline. I'm going to tell your coach he can't block me. If, like, I'm going if, – if you're the quarterback, I'm going to help you up, and I'm going to tell you I'm going to be back there next play. I'm just that type of guy. So, I feel like that's what they're like about me, like my tenacity and my contagious attitude. Like, even – even I'm, I'm a guy that even if we're down 20 points, I'm still going to be playing. Like, my motor doesn't run out. So, I feel like that's what they're like most about me. And if you watch my if you watch my highlights, you'll see I'm all over the field. I'm a guy I don't mind running down on a punt team. I get excited to be on kickoff, kick return. I'm a special teams guy, and I don't mind playing every play of the game. I just have a motor like that. I just got a can't-be-beat attitude. And I feel like attitude is something that you can't coach. Like you can teach somebody X's and O's, but – you can't you can't teach somebody to be mentally prepared to play 100 snaps, 80 snaps, and have the same order for every single play. Definitely, and 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 that's a mindset, like you said. I mean, that that has to be something in, in, internally built into the DNA. Um, what are some of the X factors that we don't see on tape? Um, you know, it could be team captain, uh, weight room warrior, film junkie. Maybe the defense you ran didn't allow you to drop in coverages. I mean, what do these scouts need to know? that they should know, Edward, that it's not something that's going to show up on film that definitely helps you around draft time? I think I think you just read me because everything that I could have said, you just said, like, for one, I was I was the team captain. Like, I was one of the only people in Morehouse to be voted unanimously to be a team captain. Like, every coach voted me, every single player voted me, and I think that just speaks to my leadership ability. And that's something that you may or may not see on film. Like, <clears throat> I'm a fierce leader, and I feel like I lead by example and I lead by words. So, like, that's something that you wouldn't see on film. You wouldn't see on film, and like you said, I'm a film junkie. I, I feel like I honestly feel like when you study somebody and you become their plays, it's way easier to play. Because, like, for me on Saturdays, I study tendencies. I study everything. So by the time it's time for me to suit up. I know my opponent, and I feel like that's that's something that I gained in college that I definitely didn't have in high school that made my product, my productivity shoot through the roof. So that's something that they definitely wouldn't be able to see on film that any team could need. Awesome. How about this one? I mean, you're guarding the gates of the end zone. I mean, what's it like lining up against you? I mean, are you chatty out there? Oh, yeah. You're going, like I said, any you can interview anybody that I ever played, they gonna you're gonna know I'm on the field. <laughs> if I'm guarding you on the end zone, I'm not backing up. Like you're gonna you you got hands to run and look forward to, like I'm gonna reach out and touch you and you're gonna know I'm there. I'm just one of those guys. I just I'm one of them guys I pay homage to people but I honestly don't feel like anybody's better than me or like I don't I feel like in a situation on the goal line somebody has to get embarrassed and it's not me. So like I'm chatty, I'm, and most of the time I'm doing the chat and I hype myself up. But people don't know, like even some of the officials will come up to me. Even if some of the officials will come up to me, like 28, like put on the show. I, I love officiating your games because like you gonna get words. I'm gonna have set, I'm gonna have catchphrases, catchphrases for you, and like the whole week I just stalk your social media. I know what to say. <laughs> I'm just one of those guys. So. <laughs> I love it, man. Uh, now, we're almost well, – we're not almost out of time, but we're getting there. Um, how about this one? It's a little bit of a cliche question, but I'm interested. 
Um, do you get comparisons to anybody at the next level? Um, I get a lot of comparisons from teammates, coaches. Uh, a comparison that I get a lot in the locker room, my teammates compare me to Ed Reed just because of um, that's just how I play, like a come-down-the-hill, hard-hit type of safety. And just like I said, the whole leadership aspect, you know, if somebody like Ed Reed or Ray Lewis make a play, you're going to see it at home, and your teammates are going to feel it. Like, you know, if Ed Reed catches an interception, it's like everybody caught an interception. The offense coming out, most likely they're going to go and score just because that type of stuff is contagious. So the type of guys that I always watch is Ed Reed, Palomalu, and I would say Brian Dawkins. And Sean Taylor, they're my favorite. So whenever – and especially me being a Pennsylvania guy, like whenever I can get compared to somebody like Brian Dawkins, like one of the great Eagles, it's always a compliment. So those those are the type of people I try to look and model myself after and some of the type of comparisons I draw. Excellent, excellent, excellent stuff. Once again, Edward Nelson here on the C2P talking with the Morehouse Mar- Maroon Tigers standout. Um. We're almost out of time, but we always like to leave the show with a few off-the-wall questions. We call it three and out. Um, you ready to take a shot with some of those? Absolutely. All right. Now, uh, your head coach, Coach Rich Freeman, um, does anybody do a great impersonation of Coach Freeman, and would they do it in front of him? Uh, I would say one of my best friends, Leland Jackson, He he's like one of the good impersonators on the team. Um, uh, every year we have a rookie show. And for our rookie show, my sophomore year, me, Leland, and Julian Turner, we um, impersonated a defensive film meeting, and we um, impersonated Coach Cope, Coach Freeman, and Leland was Coach Freeman, so, yeah. (laughs) But pretty much, Coach Freeman is one of them people, like, he's probably one of the funniest coaches I ever met. So, like, he's one of them people, if you just stop any of my teammates and ask them for a Coach Freeman (laughs) catchphrase, anybody anybody can tell you because he got so many of them, like – I, when I got there in 2016, that was the first time I ever got called a space cadet. Because Coach Freeman, he doesn't curse. So, like, I messed up on point. And one time he told me, don't don't be a space cadet. And I was being a nincompoop. And I was just like, <laughs> I don't know how I'm going to deal with this guy. <laughs> uh, yeah, that's probably actually more bizarre hearing yourself called a nincompoop than a couple, you know, a, a barrage of, uh, yeah, you know, the like, typical words that we probably use, yeah. Yeah, I was like, I would rather him curse at me. Like, I nobody ever talked to me like that. He called me a nincompoop. Like, <laughs> <laughs> oh, I love it. Uh, how about this one? Um, now I'm, I'm on your Twitter page. I'm looking at it, and you says you're a Lauren Hill lover. And uh, I got I'm curious, what is your favorite Lauren Hill song? Favorite Lauren Hill song? That's that's like a loaded question. Like I, I'm like uh. My favorite Lauren Hill. If she song could sing you one be, song, she's gonna serenade you. She's gonna serenade you right now. What song you want her to sing to you? I would want Lauren Hill to serenade me to either X Factor or Tell Him. And I say Tell Him because people don't know. Like I'm, I look into music a lot. Like I'm a guy. I collect vinyls. Like I listen. I have a record player. So like I look into the music that I listen to. And Tell Him was actually a song about God. I'm a real spiritual guy, and like um. It's like a two-fold song. You can look at it either way. You can look at it like she's singing to the love of her life or she's singing to God. So, like, that's one of my favorite songs. Excellent, excellent. And the final one, um, we're closing in on this 2020 NFL draft, Edward. 
Um, the weekend of the draft, I assume you're going to be with family and friends, a day to celebrate. Um, who's the best cook in your family, and what would you like that person to have prepared as you celebrate? Actually, the best cook would probably be my mom. She owns and operates a restaurant, so that oh. I feel like that makes her. Yeah, I feel like that makes her the best cook by default. And the crazy thing is, her restaurant. Uh, she just came up on her one year anniversary, and the whole restaurant. Um, me and my cousin, we actually built. So like, uh, I know how to do a lot of stuff with my hands. So we painted the whole thing, did all the plumbing, laid the floors, electric stuff. So it made the restaurant that much special. And it was um, actually named after the concept came from my grandma that passed in 2015. And um, she just recreates her recipes and sells the food, and it's all made and cooked with love. So my mom is definitely going to be there cooking. That's a no-brainer and pretty much. <laughs> that is definitely a no-brainer. <laughs> whatever she wants to make, I'm sure anybody here would be happy to eat. So. Excellent. It and, is definitely and you know what, anyone listening, uh, give, the, give the name and the address if you want. Oh, um, it's called Sister's Restaurant at 525 Wealth Street in Chester, Pennsylvania. Excellent. I love it, man. Edward, man, you've been a pleasure to have on. You you started the week off great. I and mean, what a great way to start the week off. You're our first guest of the I week. And I, like I said, um, yeah, man. Listen, hey, man, keep doing what you're doing. I love the positivity. I love the vibe that you brought to the show. I can imagine that's the same vibe that you brought to the locker room, to the huddle, to the field. And like I said, it's, it's a catchy energy. It's a good thing to have. But, hey, man, stay humble, stay hungry, be blessed, and we appreciate you stopping by. I appreciate you. No problem at all. Once again, that is Edward Nelson, Morehouse College standout. And, again, another one of these young prospects, small school kids that you got to definitely keep a big eye on. As always, we appreciate you stopping by and joining us here on the C2P. This has been a C2P exclusive. With lucky landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.